The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 195. This week we go over the news and charts and we make the case for putting Barry White into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A couple pieces of podcast business to get out of the way before we begin. The first is that I am doing both free and paid subscription podcasts. As for the free podcasts that you will still find on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening to me on right now, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, CastBox, whichever, I will still be doing the daily Music History Today podcast where I'll still go over the music history and birthdays for that particular date. Those podcasts will still be every day for the entire year and for years to come. I will also still be doing the weekly edition and the EDM podcast for free. However, the free versions, like the one you're listening to me on right now, will only have the news, the charts, and the Hall of Fame segments. I'll explain why in about 30 seconds or so. There will also be a free Friday podcast that I will post every Friday, which will be a podcast highlight show where I take some segments from the past week's podcast along with giving you a preview of some upcoming podcasts. Now for the paid part. I now have OnlyFans and Patreon paid subscription pages. On the Patreon page, I have a couple of tiers at the moment. Tier 1 gives you the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition podcast, and the full version of the EDM podcast, which will both have the news, the charts, the Hall of Fame, the music reviews, the topic segments, in other words, the usual podcasts that you were getting before for free. I will also be adding a minimum of four extra podcasts per month on this particular tier, being Tier 1. Those podcasts on this tier will be the Top Albums podcast, the Top Singles podcast, and the Top Dance Songs podcast, with each of those podcasts dropping one episode per month. The Music Halls of Fame podcast, which used to be free and weekly, will now be moving to this tier and will be a monthly podcast. Tier 1 will cost $5 per month. There may also be another special podcast added for that tier. It depends on the month, just to even things out. But those four podcasts that I just mentioned are guaranteed each month. That's a minimum of 10 podcasts a week, 
with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Wednesday, one of those podcasts, of course, being the daily one. For Tier 2, you will get the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition and the EDM podcast, along with all of the other paid podcasts from Tier 1, along with a minimum of at least four additional podcasts per month for this tier only. Tier 2 is $10 per month, and it will actually be five podcasts per month. The additional podcasts on this tier are the Top Dance Songs by Decade podcast, the Award Show History podcast, and the Music and Concert Venues podcast. I am also adding another monthly podcast to this tier called the Music's WTF Moments podcast, where I look at some of the controversial, sad, and strange moments in music history. Each of those four podcasts will drop one episode per month. The Music History Today In-Depth podcast will no longer be part of the free lineup. It will be a paid podcast on this particular tier, but it will still be a weekly podcast. Much like Tier 1, it all depends on the month, but those five podcasts are guaranteed each month for Tier 2 only. That's a minimum of 12 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Friday most weeks, and that tier, again, is $10 per month. As far as the OnlyFans page goes, that is a $10 per month subscription, which will have all of the podcasts that I just mentioned because it is fashioned after the Tier 2 podcasts. So, if you have enjoyed my podcasts or you find value in the time and effort that I put into making them, then I hope that you will consider joining my Patreon or OnlyFans pages. I will post the links to all of that in the show notes. On to the news while someone explains to me why sea shanties are suddenly TikTok's thing. The Estefans have been given the go-ahead for more episodes of their Facebook watch show. The music industry, in America that is, has sent a letter to President Biden offering to help with the vaccine rollout, including offering concert venues. If you're wondering why they didn't seem to want to help Trump when he was in office, well, it's because the music industry tried to offer their help, but the federal government under Trump said thanks, but no thanks. I have no idea why they would do that. Oh, oh well, onward and upward. After backlash from British culture minister Caroline Dinenage saying that touring artists traveling to Europe visa-free is, quote, not compatible with our manifesto commitment to taking back control of our borders, end quote. Not to take back control of your borders? From who? Musicians? This is oh, such a stupid thing to say. And following an online petition asking for visa-free travel back and forth, the British Parliament is going to finally debate the issue. 
The 90-minute debate will be televised on YouTube at 4.30 p.m. British Standard Time on February 8th. Also, according to EU festival organizers, due to the new Brexit regulations, many British artists will probably not get European festival slots, thereby uh, basically killing a good chunk of their career opportunities. Brilliant. Good job, Brexit. And just to add a little bit more insult to injury, Great Britain's performance rights organization called the PRS announced that there will be now a license cost for ticketed online events. Yep, that means streaming. As they said in the press release, quote, online live events or online live concerts, I should say, are a form of video exploitation and require a license for the same rights as any other types of online music usage, end quote. So, if your event grosses less than 250 British pounds, then the license will cost you 22 and a half pounds. If your event grosses 250 to 500 pounds, then the license will cost you 45 pounds. Anything that grosses over 500 pounds requires you to contact the PRS directly. Those numbers also include DJ sets. No word on whether they include anything that's done on Twitch, which is either free or subscription-based, depending on what you want to do. Oh, brother. God bless Brexit. In other news, Alejandro Fernandez and Fair Olvera have joined a campaign to push immigration reform in America. The nominations for the GLAAD Media Awards are out. The nominees are for Outstanding Music Artist, Adam Lambert, Brandy Clark, Halsey, Kelani, Lady Gaga, Miley Cyrus, Pablo Vitar, Peppermint, Ricky Martin, and Sam Smith. For Outstanding Breakthrough Music Artists, the nominees are Arca, Chica, Fletcher, uh, Kenan Lonsdale, Kid Ken Orville Peck, Phoebe Bridgers, Rena Sawayama, and Trixie Martin Mattel, and also Victoria Monet. Primary Wave bought Sun Records record label. The deal includes over 6,000 master copies of songs like Jerry Lee Lewis's Great Balls of Fire, Johnny Cash's I Walk the Line, and Carl Perkins' Blue Suede Shoes. Annabelle Hurd has been named the CEO of ARIA, otherwise known as the Australian Recording Industry Association. In festival news, after canceling the Glastonbury Rock Festival for 2021, the festival's founder now says that they may still do a festival, but it'll be smaller and might happen in September. They have also said that the festival may actually just end up going bankrupt. Meanwhile, reps for the Burning Man Festival say that it's way too early to know if there will be a festival this year. However, Coachella and Stagecoach Festivals have both been canceled for at least their April dates by the Riverside County Public Health officials. There are, as of yet, no makeup dates, although there has been talk about doing them in September.
Billboard magazine announced that the Billboard Music Awards will be held on May 23rd this upcoming year. BBC Television did an hour-long documentary about sexual assault by music professionals last Wednesday. The show profiled allegations made against, among others, DJ Eric Morello and grime artist Solo 45. Manager of the Naked and Famous and Benny, Paul McCasser has been let go by his company, CRS Management, after he was accused in a sexual abuse scandal in New Zealand. Trey Songs was arrested for assaulting a police officer at a Kansas City Chiefs game. Congratulations are in order for Halsey, who is expecting a newborn uh, sometime in the next five months, if memory serves. Also, congratulations go to Gabby Barrett and Kelly Rowland, both of whom welcomed new babies this last week. So congratulations to the both of them. Chris Christofferson announced that he officially retired last year from performing, but didn't actually bother telling anybody until now. So happy retirement, Chris. It's music well served. He was awesome. Hopefully he'll do one performance at least every now and then. Be nice. There are unfortunately a few passings to do this week. Starting with Tom Stevens. Tom was the bassist for the psychedelic alt-country band Long Riders. Tom's cause of death was not announced. Tom Stevens was 64. Rest in peace to Perry Botkin Jr., Perry was a composer who wrote songs for TV shows like Laverne and Shirley and the Smothers Brothers. His most successful song was the theme song for the TV soap opera The Young and the Restless, which was used by Romanian gymnast Nadia Comaneci in the 1976 Summer Olympics when she became the first gymnast to score a perfect 10. The song was then released as the single Nadia's Theme and became a huge international hit, including America, and earned Perry a Grammy Award. Perry's cause of death was not announced. Perry Botkin Jr. was 87 years old. Rest in peace to Jonas Gawangwa. Jonas was a South African trombonist who used his music to protest South Africa's racist apartheid regime. Jonas's cause of death was not announced. Jonas Gawangwa was 83 years old. Rest in peace to Hilton Valentine. Hilton was the guitarist for the group The Animals, who had hits like House of the Rising Sun, Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood, and We Gotta Get Out of This Place. Hilton's cause of death was not released. Hilton Valentine was 77. Rest in peace to Marie Harmon. Marie was an actress who mainly co-starred in 1940s westerns with actors including Kit Carson and Roy Rogers. The musical connection to Marie Harmon is that Marie was the mother of Sherry Curry, who was the co-founder of the pioneering all-female group The Runaways with Joan Jett. Uh, Check out the movie The Runaways if you don't know who I'm talking about. Marie Harmon was 97 years old.
And this last passing will be in our topic segment this week for those of you who are subscribers to the Patreon and OnlyFans pages. But for the free version here on this podcast, we will simply say rest in peace to one of the most underrated people on the planet when it comes to music. Underground pop and electronic artist Sophie, who passed away after a tragic sudden accident of which she tripped and fell, my understanding is. They have not released the official how it happened. Sophie, amazing artist, very underrated, was 34 years old. February, in America at least, is Black History Month. So, for the next four weeks, we're going to make the case for putting some black artists into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This next artist shocked me. Honestly, because I thought he was already in. For some reason, the Hall voters haven't seen fit to put him in. And that needs to change pronto. Barry Eugene Carter was born in 1944 in Texas. During his teens, he and his brother were in a gang. His brother was killed by another gang, and Barry ended up doing a little time in jail for stealing tires. It was while he was in jail that he first heard Elvis Presley's song, It's Now or Never. Barry said that it changed his life. Once out of jail, Barry decided to become a singer. He started doing backup vocals, then started recording his own songs. He ended up working as an A&R guy for Delphi Records, developing, writing, and producing songs for other artists. By this time, he was known by what we all know him as today, Barry White. In the early 1970s, Barry was working with a Supreme-style group called Love Unlimited. In 1972, they had a hit called Walking in the Rain with the One I Love. He then ended up switching record labels and went to 20th Century Records. It was there where his solo recording career flourished. Starting in 1973, he started racking up hits on the R&B charts like Never Gonna Give You Up, Can't Get Enough of Your Love, It's Ecstasy When You're Next to Me, and You're the First, the Last, My Everything. Barry's deep voice, smooth vocals, and orchestral arrangements made him one of the preeminent R&B singers and producers of the 1970s until his death in 2003. The man's voice and smooth vocal style is probably responsible for one-tenth of the world's population, considering how many people actually have sex to his music. Seriously. Worldwide, he had 20 gold and 10 platinum singles plus 106 gold albums with 41 of those going platinum. Yet, shockingly, Barry White is not in the Hall of Fame. Now, 
If you actually want to get your feet wet with him, then I would go with one of his greatest hits albums, like Greatest Hits Volumes 1 and 2, or The Ultimate Collection. If you want a deep dive, then definitely go with his 70s heyday albums like Can't Get Enough, Stone Going, and I've Got So Much to Give. Regardless of which ones you add to your playlist, I think you'll agree Barry White absolutely, positively, finally deserves to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is time to do the charts. Let's start off with Billboard magazine. For another week, everybody basically stays the same in the top four slots. Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album, is the top album. Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License is the top single. Morgan Whalen's also the top artist. And BTS is the top social media artist. All those are the same as last week. Top streaming song, top digital sales song, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. Top radio song is Chris Brown's and Young Thug's Go Crazy. Top sales album, top current sales album is Why Don't We, The Good Ones, and The Bad Ones. Top catalog album sales is Queen's Greatest Hits. Bad Bunny's El Ultimo Tour del Mundo is number one independent album for yet another week and for yet another week. The top vinyl album is Harry Styles' Fine Line. For yet another week, the top pop song is Ariana Grande's Positions and The Weeknd's Blinding Lights is a top adult contemporary song. There is a new, finally top adult pop song that is now justin bieber and chance the rappers holy on the country charts morgan whalen's dangerous the double album is the top country album top country song is gabby barrett's i hope top country streaming song is morgan whalen's wasted on you and the top country digital sales song is tim mcgraw and tyler hubbard with undivided on the rock charts, top rock song, 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood. Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall is a top rock album. Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bears, My Ex's Best Friend is a top rock streaming song. AJR's Bang is a top rock digital sales song. Greta Van Fleet's My Way Soon is a top mainstream rock song. Queen's Greatest Hits is a top hard rock album. Five Finger Death Punches, A Little Bit Off, is a top hard rock song. Bring Me the Horizons, Can You Feel My Heart, is a top hard rock streaming song. And the Foo Fighters, Times Like These, is the top hard rock digital sales song. On the alternative charts for the, I don't even know how many weeks at this point. Let's just say it's been a long time. 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood is the top alternative song and the top alternative streaming song. AJR's Bang is the top alternative digital sales song. Top alternative album is Taylor Swift's Evermore. And the top adult alternative song is Bacar with First Time. 
on the rap charts. Top rap song is 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood. Top rap album is Pop Smoke, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Top rap streaming song is Juice World and Young Thug's Bad Boy. Top rap digital sales song is 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood. On the R&B charts, The Weeknd has the top R&B song with Blinding Lights and the top R&B album with After Hours. Top R&B streaming song is SZA's Good Days. Top R&B digital sales song is Aunt Clemens and Justin Timberlake's Better Days. Top adult R&B song is Chris Brown and Young Thugs Go Crazy. The top mainstream R&B rap song is Pop Smoke, Lil Baby, and Da Baby with For the Night. Globally, with or without the U.S.'s numbers, the number one song is Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. On the Latin charts, uh, actually nothing's changed from last week. Dakiti from Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez is the top Latin song and the top Latin streaming song. Bad Bunny's El Ultimo Tour del Mundo is the top Latin album. Selena Gomez's new one, De Una Vez, is the top Latin digital sales song. And for yet another week, Selena's Ones is the top Latin pop album. On the Canadian charts, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License is the top Canadian song and the top Canadian digital sales song. Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album, is the top Canadian album. Top Japanese song is Johnny West's Sukan Umaku Iku Yubi. Meanwhile, the top K-pop song in South Korea is BTS's Dynamite. On the UK charts... Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License is the top UK song. It also happens to be the top Euro digital sales song. The top UK album is You, Me at Six with Sucker Punch. Top UK digital sales song, though, is Anne Marie, KSI, and Digital Farm Animals with Don't Play. As always, the EDM charts are done on the EDM podcast, which drops every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 a.m. Chicago Time, 2 a.m. L.A. Time, 5 a.m. London Time, 11 a.m. Paris and Alicante, Spain. That is for one person in particular. And High Noon in Moscow. On the Apple Charts... Morgan Whalen's Dangerous is the, the double album is the top album. Thad Cockrell's Swingin' is the top single. Spotify, top song, global, America, UK, streaming, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. She also happens to have... YouTube America's top song, and also the UK's top song for YouTube. YouTube America's top music video, though, is Poo Shiesty with Back in Blood. The top UK music video is Fredo's Back to Basics. And for yet another week, the top global song and music video on YouTube is Ranuka, Panwar, and MJ with 52 Gaj Ka Daman. That's uh, Bollywood, I believe. 
HitsDailyDouble.com. The top album is Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album. On the song Revenue Chart, Olivia Rodrigo spends another week at number one with driver's license this week in Great Britain at least, making $320,583 U.S. dollars. Weekly sales revenue of $24,861 on $27,400 units sold in Great Britain, and streaming revenue of $295,722 U.S. dollars on 53,140,000 streams. For those of you trying to break that down, that is six-tenths of a penny per stream. That's how much money you make. Buy your music, people. Artists make more money that way. By comparison, by the way, Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license last week made $407,872, so she actually ended up losing about $87,000 worth of revenue this past week. Shazam! Top U.S. single is Aunt Clemens, Justin Timberlake, and Kirk Franklin's Better Days. Top U.K. single is Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. BBC One Radio's top single is Camel Fat and Lowe's easier. BBC Two Radio's top single is Harry Styles' Treat People with Kindness. Rolling Stone Magazine, the top song is Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License with 27.1 million streams in America. Morgan Whalen's Dangerous the Double Album is the top album. Top streamed artist this past week is Morgan Whalen with 113.4 million streams. The top trending song, by the way, is from Dusty Locaine, which is spelled so weird, but it basically breaks down to rollin' and controllin' freestyle, but it's actually spelled R-6-0-L-L-X-N-N-C-O-N-T-R-O-L-L-X-N. There you go. This week, you will get new releases from, among others, Aaron Lee Tasjan, Femi Kuti, and Made Made Kuti, I should say. Uh, also, the Foo Fighters finally have their album coming out called Medicine at Midnight. John Carpenter with Lost Themes 3, Alive After Death. Slow Tie, Strippers Union, The Staves or Staves, depending, The Weather Station, and The Weekend, who has one called The Highlights, which I think might be a greatest hits. Hopefully, though, it's a new album. And that is it for Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 195. Thank you very, very much for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing... Writing, narration, catering, basically everything is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, etc., etc. Look for them all under Music History Today when you search for us there. 
If you would like to support this podcast, our paid OnlyFans can be found at OnlyFans.com backslash Music History Today, and our Patreon can be found at Patreon.com backslash Music History Today. We are also on Twitter at Music History Day, and you can find us on YouTube and Spotify. Just search for us under Music History Today. Thanks for listening. Music